1: Now, here is Dr. Paula.
2: Welcome to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. Last week, Dr. Miriam Friedman and Kim Russell talked with us about the amazing Force for Good Foundation that works on a worldwide basis to feed the hungry and to help ADHD children thrive through nutrition and equine therapy. Not only are their programs effective, but they are also unique in that 100% of the donations go directly to the populations being served, with all the administrative costs being covered by the for-profit company behind the foundation. Their work is inspiration inspirational and I always feel good about donating to them. If you want to learn more, please be sure to listen to the podcast. And our guest today, Dr. Joan Borisenko is inspirational in her own right. She has been a consistent leader in the mind-body connection since the 1980s, expanding our understanding of the role meditation, positive thinking, and spirituality have in our physical health and healing. She is knowledgeable, funny, and real, and I look forward to talking with her after the break. These guests are examples of how this show gives you the tools to change your life, to become healthier and happier, to heal your mind, body, and spirit through helpful information, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. If you're trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795 or email me now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. After the show last week, Dr. Miriam commented to me that my essay on the Holocaust was one of the best that she had ever heard. That touched me deeply as did the letter that she wrote to me afterwards, part of which I will share with you. What I realized, she said, is that all those years you suffered, you were learning and studying and exploring ways to live a happy, peaceful, and productive life. And the wisdom it took to reach your level of peace and spirituality and practical knowledge comes through in your radio show. Your audience is growing because you apply the wisdom you gained on your journey to help your listeners through their dark moments, their struggles with abuse, self-doubt, fear, confusion, and all of the things that plague all of us. Thank you, Miriam. One of those practical techniques that Dr. Miriam was referring to came to me as a result of reading the Harry Potter books. It was a time in my life when fear was pretty much all that I could feel, along with all of the negative emotions that are created as a result of fear and negative thought patterns. As I was committing to make healthier choices, better choices, more self-loving choices, the fear would bubble to the surface and I would literally say to myself, If this 11-year-old kid, Harry Potter, could face his fears, make courageous choices, and act in courageous ways, then so could I. My mantra became, if Harry Potter can do it, so can I. It sounds a little ridiculous, doesn't it? But that was the point. I found a way to bring some humor into my fear, to help transform it. I even bought two Harry Potter mugs as a physical reminder. And although all of my mugs from that period of my life have broken, the two that are still left are my Harry Potter mugs. And they continue to remind me to make healthy, courageous, and self-loving choices. There are, of course, many real people who led lives of inspiration, like Helen Keller, Who inspires you? I take inspiration from both real and fictional characters. Last night, I went to see the movie Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. When my own children were growing up, that book was one of our favorites. I couldn't resist a dip into those memories. I thought I was going to see a comedy. Instead, it was a model for how to be a parent, a couple, a family, in healthy, supportive and positive ways. We all make mistakes. We all have challenges. We all do things we wish we hadn't. The question is, how do we respond or or react when things go amiss? When I experienced growing up, what I experienced growing up was shame, blame, guilt, guilt, anger, fear, and always an attitude of the world is coming to an end. The model in the movie is one of unconditional love, kindness, support, and an approach of what did you learn from the situation? Even in the midst of a disaster, there was always a way to spin it in a positive way, to find the silver lining with with the understanding that we are always at the beginning or in the middle of something, and that no one situation is so disastrous that you cannot come back from it and turn it into a positive, even if it's an awareness that, I don't ever want to do that again. Yes, there is humor in the movie, and through that humor, we see how to live a life in a positive way, and how that positive attitude creates good things in our lives. So if you didn't grow up in a family like Alexander's, how do you retrain yourself? How do you learn new healthy patterns? How do you recover from abuse, believe in yourself, and respect yourself? In addition to looking for new role models, you can re-experience situations through healthy relationships. I recognize this process when I change my relationship to computers. The person I had initially relied on to help me when I didn't know how to do something on my computer would always explain things too fast in a demeaning and impatient tone of voice and in a way that didn't match my learning style. This inevitably resulted in my being confused and feeling inadequate certain that I'd never be comfortable with computers. The shift came gradually as I started to seek information from people who were good teachers, were patient, believed in my ability to learn, and worked with me in a way that made the learning easy. The final piece to the puzzle came when I needed a new computer. My Windows XP was no longer going to be supportive. Because of my insecurities, I delayed in tackling which computer to get until only Windows 8 was available. Then I started to worry because of all of the negative talk about the new operating system. I thought, surely if there's so much bad press out there, I'll never be able, I'll never be able to do it. As I was feeling lost on how to proceed, I suddenly realized that I didn't have to do it by myself. I could seek help in my network of people with whom I shared mutual respect. Then I remembered that one of my temporary assistants was just graduating with a degree in computer science. So I saw her advice. I laid out what I needed and what my concerns were. She told me what to buy and offered to help me get proficient with the new operating system while she was home for vacation. The end result is that I love my new computer and I'm totally comfortable with it. Furthermore, because of my learning style, I love the touchscreen. Not only am I comfortable and successful with it, but I actually enjoy using it. It isn't just a means to an end, it adds to my enjoyment by believing that I could learn and committing to myself to find supportive help, I turned a previous pain, previously painful set of experiences into a joyful one. We can all do this if the desire is strong enough and we have the right teacher. And Helen Keller is a wonderful reminder of just that. There's a new trend now to minimalize. People are choosing to live in 300-square-foot homes and are finding the beauty, comfort, safety, and freedom in their small spaces. Regardless of how large the spaces are that you live in, the real peace, happiness, gratitude, love is in your head and in your heart. So what is inside your head? What is inside your heart? And if you don't like it, you're the only one who can change it. And you can change it. You can choose life. You can choose to live, not just survive. The fact is, we are all surviving if we are breathing. And we deserve better. We deserve more than mere survival. Since one out of two people will experience abuse in their lives, one out of five women will be raped, and stalking is becoming more of a problem because of social media, so much so that one out of six women and one out of 19 men will be stalked this year. These statistics plus the awareness that 90% of our self-talk is negative tells us that we are all surviving in abuse, self-abuse or abuse by others. It takes a tremendous amount of energy. Sometimes it even feels like moving through mud to get up every morning and do what we have to do to make our lives work to feed, clothe, and provide shelter for ourselves and our families. We are constantly fighting to keep at bay the fears, worries, negative thoughts of not being good enough, not deserving, not having enough, not being enough. We can stop this energy drain anytime we want. Instead, we can harness that energy to change our luck, to begin to think positively, and to create positivity in our lives. This month of November, to bring more positivity into your life, you can visualize the color silver around you. Take in a deep breath of silver, and then say... I am loved. Say I am loved 10 times and or at 10 o'clock every day and it will make it even more powerful. In addition to positivity, we all need to relax more. This piece that I wrote in 1999 will help you do both. So just relax into your imagination. What they do to you in distant places. My anxiety was so great that night that I finally gave up trying to manage it, let alone eliminate it. So I just went to bed. I thought to sleep, and I guess in a way I was sleeping, but oh, it was so much more. There were all of these wonderful helpers around me. I don't know where they came from, I just know they were there with the most pure positive intent I have ever experienced. They began by bathing my feet in what must have been stardust because my feet literally twinkled when they were finished. Then they told me I was ready for my journey to the most distant place I had been to since my last birth. I certainly wonder what they meant by that, but I was not in a position to question or to argue. I was literally along for the ride. So with extreme curiosity, I watched myself being lifted onto this fabulous white carpet. Made of plush material soft enough to be a cloud. And off we went, passing planets, stars, moons, suns, whole universes. And in what felt like a flash, they announced our arrival at fixed star 56. Well, what could that mean, I remember wondering. But before I could ask, they were in action again, moving me ever so gently and speedily to the castle. It was there that the real work began, except it wasn't hard. In fact, it was sublimely easy. It's like a day at the spa. We began with a massage, then a facial. But these were not ordinary body treatments. Parts were taken out refurbished, replaced, polished, and put back, sometimes in their original place and sometimes where they really belonged. My face was moved around, bone shifted, muscles stretched, lines erased, dark areas lightened, all with such ease that I only felt the barest of touches on my skin. Next they played with my hair, getting the perfect shape, length, color. I barely recognized myself when they held the mirror up for me. The treatment was then topped off with a pedicure and manicure that lengthened and strengthened my nails and healed my cuticles. This all gave new meaning to the idea of a makeover. When we parted, they promised that on my next trip they would redo my wardrobe, finding the exact look to display the new me, the real me. And so it is that I calmly await my next trip, to the most distant of places. We can relax, even in this reality. We can learn how to be and not just do. If you really want to change your life, Dr. Jones' book, a pocket full of miracles will help you do that in profound ways as you learn how to meditate to live the change every day of the year through her exercises it begins to become a natural part of the way you live and the way you see the world it will help you become who you truly truly are and to see your world in the most beautiful way possible which is the way it truly is. The fear, anger, guilt, resentment, blame, shame, jealousies, etc. are the lies. The truth is the joy, happiness, love, peace, financial prosperity that is in us and around us all the time. We just have have to have the eyes to see it, to allow it in, to know that we deserve it. Dr. Joan Borisenko has a doctorate and three postdoctoral fellowships from Harvard Medical School. She is a distinguished pioneer in integrative medicine and a world-renowned expert in the mind-body connection. Her work has been foundational in an international healthcare revolution that recognizes the role of meaning and the spiritual dimensions of life as an integral part of health and healing. Dr. Joan wrote a New York Times bestseller and authored or co-authored 13 other books and numerous audio and video programs. She is the founding partner of Mind Body Health Sciences in Boulder, Colorado and the director of the Claritas Institute Interspiritual Mentor Training Program. You are listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host Dr. Paula the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, be sure to like us on Facebook. Stay tuned we'll be right back with Dr. Joan who will talk with us about the role of meditation and positive thinking in health and healing.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel, seek greater awareness.
3: Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you, too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com.
0: Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. the best
3: that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today.
0: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
1: You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call one eight six six. 472-5795. That's one 472 5795 You may also send an email to DrPaulaJoyce at gmail.com. That's DrPaulaJoyce at gmail.com. Now back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit.
2: If you're just tuning in, welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and we're here with Dr. Joan Borisenko. and I'm so honored to have you on the program. You... Have done so much in over such a long period of time, and continue to break new ground. So, welcome, Dr. Joan.
4: Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be with you here, Dr. Paula, (laughs) and of course, very thrilled to be with all your listeners out there, who I'm sure are so loyal to your program.
2: Well thank you and I'm I'm so grateful to introduce you to them. I'm curious as to how you got interested in this journey and it really at an early point it's only now becoming more acceptable and well known.
4: Well you know it is and people always ask me that because you know I'm, I'm a Harvard medical school trained scientist. And the question is always, what is this interest in spirituality? And for me, I was interested in spirituality before I was interested in science. It all came together when I was 10. And without getting into too much detail, in a period of about a week after seeing a frightening movie, I started to dream about the movie. And then during the day, I started to hallucinate It was about, you know, jungle things, things that would scare a 10-year-old, headhunters and blow darts and all of that kind of thing. And what happened was that I actually became psychotic, Paula, and then I developed obsessive compulsive disorder, you know, various stylized rituals from hand washing to actually having to do all my reading upside down and backwards and not being interrupted because my belief was if i did all those things then the headhunters would not materialize and kill my family so i lived in a landscape of really primitive terror and several months into this was really difficult you know my parents took me to the best psychiatrists in boston but this was over 50 years ago and there was really no treatment available no behavioral treatment, not even any Klonopin or Prozac or any of that. And one day I thought, well, you know, what do I have to lose? I sat to pray, and we were not a prayerful family. And I had an experience for which I had no context at all. And what happened was that the incredible terror disappeared. And instead of that, I felt... Such a sense of peace that there there are no words to explain the depth of that peace, and the feeling of being connected to something much larger, and the feeling of absolute safety. Uh, and in that uh, altered state, I also realized it was possible to recover from the mental illness. And you know, I had shall we say a burst of inspiration that told me exactly how to go about recovering, and I did that. And three or four days later, the entire mental illness had gone. I was feeling absolutely fine again. My mother and father, I guess, were so freaked out by this whole thing. They never asked what it was, why I suddenly recovered, if there was a story. But I did. And it shaped the rest of my life. So that was almost 60 years ago, that experience. And, of course, I set out, even at 10, I knew it was a spiritual experience. And I did what reading I could before the Internet and, you know, before I got uh, into high school to see what did spiritual traditions of various sorts have to say about this experience of connection something much larger that was love and wisdom itself and then I was very interested in the brain science of it even back then how could somebody's brain work perfectly one day um, then undergo changes that led to really psychotic thinking and then be healed um, in a short period of time and then of course I was certainly interested in the psychology of mental health and so as I grew up, those interests grew with me, and I thought, I, I, I really need to be a scientist. And that's how I ended up studying science, and I'm also a licensed clinical psychologist. And, you know, I also, right now, the Claritas Institute that trains interspiritual mentors is on hiatus, but um, my colleagues and I have trained a a core of 75 spiritual mentors in a field called interspirituality. And what that means is it's not necessarily religious, although people may be, but interspirituality is the sacred ground on which we all meet regardless of the doorway that got us there, whether it was a religion, whether it was an experience like I had, whatever it was but it's a a sense of connectedness and wisdom and love and compassion coupled up with the realization that we're really here to serve life in one another. That is totally
2: profound and, and amazing. As you were talking, I was... Getting the picture of your channeling this information, I know you called it, I think you called it inspiration, but I felt like you were just so open that the information came to you from the spiritual realm so that you could um, then become a teacher and a healer of, of all of this in, a, in an authentic way. Because it's one thing to say to somebody, you should or I believe. It's another thing to say, as you just did, this is what happened to me and this is how I healed. And there's no arguing with the reality of that. No, there's
4: no arguing. You can have whatever belief you want, but that was my experience. And, uh, you know, years later, Paula, somebody said to me, well, aren't you afraid of, like, becoming mentally ill again and developing OCD again as you grow older? And I realized, no, that what happened to me was truly a shamanic experience where, um, you know, in, in traditional cultures, shamans are taken to kind of an underworld place and, chopped up into fragments that life is, um, as they know it, is destroyed so that they can reconfigure at another level and be helpful to the healing of other people. And I think that's um, that's it. And a lot of the way that I've been uh, helpful, I think, to the healing of other people is not just as a psychologist, but As a spiritual mentor, and it particularly, I do believe that if we have the right information in any area of life, it provides us with the ability um, to do our best and be our best selves. So, for example, my latest book, which has only been out for two months now, uh, actually one month up for five weeks, (laughs) is called The Plant Plus Diet Solution, Personalized Nutrition for Life. And, you know, I do have a doctorate in cellular biology and a postdoc in cancer cell biology. And I thought, we're all so confused just about nutrition, about what to eat. And so this book also comes from my personal experience and shows people How on a diet based on plants, but with plus foods personalized for your metabolism. Those plus foods could be anything from grains to meat. Depends on who we are, so it doesn't matter if you're a vegan, a vegetarian, or an omnivore. You can learn to personalize your own diet while being kind to the planet, kind to the earth, uh, hopefully kind to animals in the way that they're raised and Slaughtered if you eat them. And so that's it. The Plant Plus Diet Solution is another example of just the joy that I have had in bringing forth information from a variety of different levels about health and healing. And so that book, people are so pleased finally to end the confusion and to get the basic information necessary to understand how the body deals with food and to personalize uh, that, those food, food choices for their own health. I think that's
2: wonderful. And I can hear your dog in the background. It yes. sounds like he's
4: appreciated. <laughs> yes, we just moved to a new home and we have a construction crew outside. So, of course, the poodles are extremely excited.
2: Well, good luck in your new home. And, and I, um, you had told me when we were arranging for today that yesterday you had a major um, event to introduce your book. And do you want to tell us a little well, bit about that? I did.
4: That? And if people are interested in hearing, I hosted a mini summit with seven great nutritional voices, seven wonderful people I interviewed yesterday. And we called this the Your Optimal Diet Summit, Your Optimal Diet. Um, and so the if they go to the shiftnetwork.com, if they're interested, we had people like Dr. David Perlmutter who wrote Grain Brain He also wrote the foreword to my book, The Plant Plus Diet Solution. And David is really an extraordinary thinker. We had people that ranged from David to Keith Bell, who's an Oriental medical physician, who is explaining to us diet personalization from the point of view of, you know, more than 1,000 years of Chinese medicine. And we had Dr. Pam Peek, uh, explaining the role of epigenetics in diet, Mia McCormick, who cured herself of Crohn's disease, and her information on, well, how do you, if you've got an inflammatory disease, go about discovering which foods are healing for you, because Mia was truly on death's door. I knew her when she weighed 86 pounds, and this is a woman who's 5'7", and, uh, who's returned herself... To really vibrant health and is now a professional healing chef and several others. So we had, we had a great kaleidoscope of how it is and why it is that everybody's diet needs to be different and personalized for themselves. So we had a lot of fun. And if people are interested, they can still, you know, like purchase those seven uh, lectures, which of course they always throw in bonuses, Paula. And <laughs> Learn a lot about um, the new science of personalized nutrition and how to go about it.
2: Well, I think that's wonderful. And the other thing that I keep hearing, like, Um, The woman who you just mentioned who figured out a way to cure herself from Crohn's disease is that so often our medical and scientific community has labeled um, different kinds of illnesses, physical or mental, as uncurable or Um, genetically based, or uh, you know, um, uh, what also comes to mind is depression, and oh, it's it's the way your body is, it's your biochemistry, and yet you and other people continue to say. No, there's a way. I I don't believe that I'm going to be sentenced for the rest of my life to mental or physical illness. I believe there's a way, and then to search for it
4: and find it and share it. Absolutely, and and that's right. Um, I've been fascinated all my life by the fact that we can heal ourselves. And sometimes we can heal ourselves physically. Frequently we can't. But even if we cannot heal ourselves physically, we can heal our attitude and then recognize that whatever it is, whatever our illness is, serves as a doorway, it serves as a portal, it serves as, as, in a way, attention that um, causes us to look more deeply into the nature of life and to discover who we really are beyond uh, just a body, and so there are many dimensions of healing, from physical to emotional to spiritual.
2: Yes, and and the fact using whatever happens to us to create something good out of
4: it, the people. Exactly. Yeah, so to create learning and to create growth and also really to inspire other people. I think we need each other, that the spiritual path, while it's frequently thought of as a solitary path, is really a path of community. And uh, I know how many times I've been inspired by the journeys of other people, and that's why it's so important for us to be able to share those and inspire one another. I agree and
2: and sometimes we don't even know who we're inspiring because they read a book or an article or just walk past us and
4: feel the positive energy that's so you know that's so true and it's one of the actual real delights of my life Paula is because I travel and I give so many workshops you know for the general public for um, healthcare professionals, for psychologists, for all kinds of groups, I often get people who come up to me and, and tell me, oh, that they were in a time of great darkness or difficulty or illness of some sort and they picked up a book of mine or they went to my website. And I realize how fortunate I am that I actually realize that, that people have been helped. And in particular, you know, when you got in touch with me and said, Oh, I'd like to have you on my show because I've enjoyed your book, Pocket Full of Miracles. I have to say that that book has really inspired a lot of people. They come to me sometimes to sign a book that that is years old and it's clearly been dropped in the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) dried out, and it's all curly, <clears throat> and they're still using it, and uh pocket full of miracles. Actually, this is a great time for your listening audience to, you know, go, <clears throat> excuse me, go to Amazon, take a look, because it's a daily reader of mind, body, and spirit, where things are drawn from all the different spiritual traditions of the world, and it makes a wonderful Christmas present. So I have people who've been using it every year for twenty years. Uh, yes, and
2: actually, it's made it through numerous cuts and and. Um, simplifying of my bookshelf your book is is still there and yes it's well worn and made a huge difference in my life so you can add me to the list and and I'm Mm -hmm. grateful um for that and I want to um take a break now and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more I'm your host Dr. Paula the life doctor and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Joan Borisenko.
0: Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
2: If you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I'm very grateful that we're here with Dr. Joan Borysenko And we were just talking about how she talks a lot about how to transform a negative situation to find the silver lining to create the positive. Will you talk a little bit about that with us, please, Dr. Joan?
4: Well, you know, I will. Um, You know, Paula, I've now actually, I have to update my bio on my website because I just published my 16th book, which was The Point Plus Diet Solution. But um, my third book was called Fire in the Soul. And because I was running a mind-body clinic back in the days of the AIDS epidemic and also was running a a mind-body cancer clinic, I kept meeting so many people who really became my teachers where something so difficult had happened in their life, and yet that difficult circumstance led them to an enhanced understanding of who they were, to an ability to learn how to surrender, how to open their hearts. Often, it led them to an you know an entirely new career. Uh, and I just was so inspired that that's why I wrote that book called Fire in the Soul. As my own life has progressed, just like everybody else, I find that my path has been marked by really difficult circumstances, like the childhood mental illness that I had. Or, you know, you you mentioned to me during the break, well, uh, you had read on my website the story of my father's death. And what had happened is I was at that time an assistant professor of um Anatomy and cell biology at Tufts Medical School and doing cancer research. I had a very well funded lab for cancer research. And then my beloved father developed cancer and eventually, um, it's a really hard story. He, he jumped out of a window because one of the drugs he had been given created a manic psychosis. So he didn't die. From the cancer. He died because nobody paid attention to what the drug was doing to him. As much as my mother and I had gone to speak with the doctor, you know, the physician wasn't trained in mental health, um, and there was just nobody to sit with him. Uh, Nowadays, there's something called consultation liaison psychiatry, where a psychiatrist will go in when somebody's having a bad um, reaction like that at many hospitals, but my father didn't get that. And, you know, when, when I found out, uh, he had jumped to his death, it was such a difficult experience. I thought I have to give this some new meaning. There has to be some nobility in this experience for our family. And I realized as much as I loved cancer research, uh, My research was all about cells living in Petri dishes, and I needed to help people, um, you know, person to person. And that's when I actually went back and finished the requirements to become licensed as a psychologist. And then... I left a tenure-track position. People thought I was nuts just before I was going up for tenure, which I would surely have gotten in the same department where my husband worked at Tufts Medical School. And instead, I became a postdoc with Dr. Herbert Benson, who'd been the first person, really, to explore the role of meditation in medicine. And I was able to set up a clinic for people with cancer, a mind-body clinic, and then a clinic for people with AIDS, and then a clinic for people with stress-related disorders. And I'm telling you, Pa, every time before I give a lecture anywhere in the world on the mind-body connection, I dedicate that mentally to the memory and the living presence of my father, because without that difficult and hard experience, um, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I think many of us, as we look back on our life, if we tell, you know, you can tell the story of your life a zillion different ways. You can tell it in ways that makes you miserable and makes the people around you miserable, too. Or you can tell it in terms of, I had trials and challenges that really taught me things and come up with a sense of gratefulness for what you've learned. And, in fact, about four times a year, I give what's probably my most popular weekend workshop, which I call Writing Down the Light, A Conscious Retelling of Your Life Story. And I do that at different locations on the East Coast and on the West Coast, sometimes in the middle of the country. And if any of your listeners wants to know where I will be speaking or doing workshops, all they have to do is learn how to spell my name, <laughs> which is a <laughs> own <bone laughs> challenge. But they go to Joan Borisenko, B-O-R-Y-S-E-N-K-O, dot com, joanborisenko dot com. And then they can just, that's my website, and they can, you know, access my schedule of where I'll be talking.
2: Well, and and what you're saying about being able to tell our own story in so many different ways, either in a way that brings us and others down or that uplifts us, I think is profound. And, And I'm so grateful that you're doing that work. We talk a lot about that on this show. And the fact that, again, you don't just say you should, but you've really done it yourself. You took a very difficult um, and painful situation, and instead of being angry and bitter, you turned it into something that helps other people
4: to to have better lives. Well, that's, you know, that's my hope. I feel like I'm truly uh, a vessel of spirit. And I, I, you know, I, I look and I say, well, these experiences of my life are not just for me, that we're really all interconnected and that whatever happens to one of us happens in some way for all of us. And it's up to each one of us to look for the benefits and look for the blessings in our life and you know we hear so much about practicing gratitude uh, and that's so important the you know the actual cell biology of gratitude and what that does for your cardiovascular system for your immune system really for all the systems of your body is terrific and then what it does for your mood is fabulous. It shifts your perspective on life. And, um, you know, I learned an exercise many years ago from Brother David Steindl-Rast, who I taught with recently, just about a year ago, at Esalen. He's now in his 80s, and he's a Cistercian monk who's also been a Zen teacher for most of his life. And he has a wonderful website that I think your listeners would adore called Gratefulness.org. He's probably the world's greatest, uh, most profound teacher of what he calls gratefulness. What I learned from him over 30 years ago is at the end of every day, to review your day and think of one thing that you've never thought of before, something that really happened that day, which um, you're grateful for. And what happens when you do that is Every day when you know, every night before bed I'm going to be grateful for something new, it gives you the eyes to see gratitude in places where you never expected to see it. And it promotes mindfulness uh, and awareness to live you know, live a conscious life when you're on the lookout for the good stuff. <laughs> uh, exactly. And actually, that was a technique
2: that I used to help me transform my thinking because there was a time when I had difficulty finding the gratitude. So I know firsthand that that is an incredibly powerful
4: technique. And well, It and is. It is. And I'm so glad. I, I mean, both of us have been transformed then by this. And it, it doesn't have to be something earth-shaking. You know, right now, I'm looking out the window and I'm just seeing the beauty of the red earth and the mountain. We live in a valley, so there's a mountain that rises um, right in front of us. And I'm just seeing the play of light and shadow with the bushes on the red earth. And it's so very beautiful that, you know, the day has yet to unfold. It's still early, but that's something I'm grateful for already. This morning I was grateful when my two Big standard poodles jumped into the bed, and they like to cuddle up. One gets on one side and one gets on the other, and you can feel your whole body energy shift, you know, and all the feel-good hormones that come out when your beloved pets cuddle up. And then there was my beloved husband who brought me coffee this morning and kissed me back into consciousness. I've got so many causes for gratitude It'll and be something to make a choice tonight. And so many of them are free. And
2: I am grateful for your being on the show and for causing a smile on my face as you were talking about the things you're grateful for. Thank you, Dr. Joan, and I um, wish you the best and hope that we stay in contact.
4: Thank you, Dr. Paula. And I'm going to be grateful for being on your show tonight. Keep up the wonderful work that you're doing.
2: Thank you so much. You're and welcome. Now I- And I just want to turn to my uh, listening audience and thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, like us on Facebook. You can do that by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, where you can also purchase Dr. Jones' book, A Pocket Full of Miracles, and other books that my guests have written and learn more about my services as a life coach, speaker, healer, and facilitator, and to contact me to talk about becoming a client. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount. I hope you'll join us next week when Dr. Paula Feyerman joins us again to talk about integrative medicine more deeply. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 1 214 736 4460. That's 1 214 736 4460. Or send an email to Dr. That's Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. If you have a question, others do too. So help yourself and them by asking it. You can do so anonymously if that feels safer. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.